0: Hey, I'm Bradley.
1: And I'm Charlie.
0: And this is Gay AF.
1: If it sounds gay, we're probably going to talk
0: about it. From grinder words and our gay icons to LGBT issues and all things G A Y. Ah, I'm F. I'm going to find me, Tara. Well, it's going to be a little bit wet. Are you
1: wearing those Chanel boots?
0: Chanel! This dress is dry, clean, only Melanie. Oh, I just
1: want to be, mate. Not today, Satan. Not today. But I
0: can't help it that I'm popular. Go away, you adulterer! Did you have a brain tumour for breakfast?
1: Are You a my mother! Yes, I am! I started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. Who is she? No wire hangers! I have my career. I am the queen of Kappa Kappa Tau. Bring back my girls.
0: How you doing? Hi, Bradley. Hi, Charlie. How you doing? I'm good. I'm so excited for this. This is such like a. I. I mean, this is such a amazing thing to like be like chatting with you about all this stuff that we're going to be talking about on this project
1: i wouldn't do it with anyone else you are the podcast king so i'm really excited about doing this
0: don't i can't deal with compliments like it just (laughs) breaks my heart but thank you so much but also same like as soon as you you literally messaged me and i was like yeah let's do it
1: (laughs) i know i was like i kind of just like put it out there and i was like oh i'll probably say no and then you said yes and then it all started happening so i'm just like this is amazing. We're now doing it.
0: Literally, I'm just about seizing the moment, though. I'm like, don't sit around. Don't just say ideas. No idea ever came to anything with just saying it. So here we are.
1: Handi P, like, this pandemic has taught us that you just got to get out there and do it.
0: Literally, literally that. But yeah, so I mean, thank you all for tuning in to our wonderful listeners. This is, uh, as we said... Yeah, welcome. Gay So AF. So... Um, Obviously, if you don't know what AF means, it's as fuck. So, um, <laughs> have <laughs> um, you been living under a rock? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know where these people no, are. Really. We don't, it's probably the first podcast I've ever listened to, you know? Not that, not that AF is like exclusive to podcasts <laughs> or anything. But yeah, um, I mean, do you want to introduce like what we're going to be basically doing on this podcast, Charlie?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So, the other day, and like when I even mentioned this podcast, I was thinking about how insane it is that we both came out. At the same age we we're both 23 right yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah Um, obviously I'm a bit older than you but still we came out at the same age and I thought it'd be really good for us to talk about our coming out stories our experiences with coming out and even talking about coming out at 23 I think like for me like it's not super late but like for me it did feel quite late so um, I thought it'd be good for us to talk about that so why don't you tell me and the listeners about your coming out experience?
0: Yeah, definitely. So, um, I, I, yeah, 20, 23, it feels like, I don't know, when you, when you do come out, you talk to a lot of people who came out when they were like 16, 18, 20. Um, and at that point, I think it's the same as like losing your virginity. Like I lost my virginity at like a late age in comparison to a lot of people that I know. Um, and it was, it was always such a, st- everything always became such a stigma for me because I was like, like, is it too late to come out? Is it too late to have sex? Like, you know, like you, yeah. you think that there is a social norm that you have to follow. So I do think it was always like a very anxious, anxious, um, like period, and I think it is for everyone, basically. But yeah, I mean, obviously, I we both worked at Disney World together. So if anyone's wondering how me and Charlie do know each other, we um, both worked at Disney together, and both Essex lads, 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 lads. Um, and, Wait, did, you, um, did you work at Disney World? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, confessions of a Disney cast <laughs> member's podcast.
1: And... Oh, that was such a good little plug. Nice <laughs> <I say that.
0: laughs> so smooth. Um, but yeah, I mean. I I'll be honest like I think I I think to say that I haven't always known would be a lie I do think that would be a lie but on the other hand like I also think that I've never labeled myself as gay and in the closet I don't think that was even at Disney when you were surrounded by gay men and gay women because there is such a huge LGBT plus community there Um a lot of people think like if you're going to come out, you're going to come out at Disney, which obviously I'm not to spoiler alert for your story, Charlie, but obviously there was like that, that was a big part of your journey, absolutely. Um, yeah, but yeah, I came home, um, had a really busy like few months when I got back from Disney and just basically downloaded the dating apps. This is 2018, um, like autumn 2018, downloaded the dating apps and decided to click the man button instead of the woman button, um, which is always a really scary thing to do, it um, is, yeah, like. It is, it is it is quite um it's quite a bold move. Like at that point, you know that people in your local area can see you Maybe, and could, yeah, could out you. That's one of the biggest fears I think I had was like, especially my dad's such a big part of our local community with filmmaking, and he's a tattoo artist as well. So like, he's very in the know. He's quite a guys guy as well. So in my head, I was like, if someone sees me and like outs me to them before I um even tell them like that was so much pressure but on the other hand i also i think being at disney i like learned so much about myself about being outspoken and just being who you want to be so even though I, i wasn't like hiding it necessarily from my parents but i also wasn't ready to tell them where my head was at yet but oh my god my the first guy i spoke to properly on an app i won't name him but he was not great um he I think this was a grinder one. To be fair, so note to self, <laughs> <laughs> never goes down well. Um, but yeah, he, I thought he he he's, I remember his profile pitch was him at Universal Studios. So I was like, Oh my god, really? I was like, This That's is yeah. Like, this is amazing. And um, he was really cute. So I was like, This is this is really great. He asked for my number, like about like a few hours into chatting on Grinder, um, and yeah, I, within like a day, he asked me for pics. And we all know what that means. <laughs> He's not talking about me in Universal Studios. Um, so <laughs> it just I I didn't send anything that was like explicit. I think I Adaptive might just
1: photographs, like, we can call them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but I almost felt guilty for doing that. And I ended up I remember watching you on TV. Um on Netflix at the time. Um,
1: I thought you've been watching me on TV. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, "When have I been on TV?"
1: Sorry, what? <laughs> I don't remember getting that bill. <laughs> I was watching Charlie Reynolds on TV. Um, no, <laughs> I'm so out of touch. I've not even seen that.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I was <laughs> watching you on Netflix, which is about a stalker, and like, yeah. I just, I basically was like oh my god I, all the things that all my insecurities about going on dating apps and like being gay hey, 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 yeah. terrified me because I was like anyone could be tracking me anyone can like out me like all these anxieties came up and it just flared up this massive like um like depression stage for me like I went through such a rough time with it all the guy I like said to him I'm not in the right place we're talking to you right now I'm really sorry he got really angry at me oh, really the first experience i would ever had with a guy so I was like this is not good for my my space at all um and basically like long story short after that i remember talking to um i remember going on a night out with sabrina chloe and katie three of our very good friends uh from disney and i went i went home with sabs um not went home in the (laughs) i went home to sleep on her sofa um and yeah we i basically was in the train station and i just blurted it out to her and this is the first time i'd ever said it out loud to a person before i just said to her i'm i've been talking to a guy and i really like him so this was probably just before things were like went bad with this guy the um grinder guy and yeah from there to be honest like it sort of was every person i told um was like it did become a bit easier but I don't know how you and I'm excited to see how you felt about this Charlie but like I just felt like every person that I spoke to after that was just like it made the line from okay I can return this like if you go on an app for example we all know you can delete it you can yeah yeah and it didn't happen like you can like blah, blah, blah profile yeah exactly that, and like yeah. nobody will know apart from the few people you've spoken to and they'll forget about you once they've got a few more likes you know but like the like the more people I told the further away I got from that line which was scary because in my head I was thinking like okay I can't really go back from this now like I can't I can't just say to people oh I was joking like uh, <laughs> like so as much as it was easier that also become quite hard for me because I was like this is me now like I'm forming this new part of my identity that I can't backtrack on um but I didn't tell my parents until a year well about a year and two months after I started telling my friend um and again it wasn't that I was hiding it but I didn't date I went on a couple of dates um about eight or nine months after I'd spoken to that guy didn't go great and then I met this wonderful guy who I ended up having a relationship with for it wasn't a super long time but um he was so, so lovely. We met on Hinge. We went on some dates. And he basically said to me, like, I don't want to be with someone who is never going to tell their parents. Like, that's just... Oh, really? That. And it wasn't like an ultimatum. He said, like, you take no, your yeah. time, like, it's your own space. And this was the first boyfriend I'd ever had, the first relationship I'd ever had, like, serious relationship i have ever had. And it was only about three weeks in that I told my parents, I was like, I'm dating a guy. Um, and they were fine with it. I mean, there was, there was a little bit of, um, not hesitancy, but like my, I think... My dad, like, he said to me, like, it wasn't, I hadn't always, like, expected that it might come out. And he said like, I had assumed that there might be a time this might happen. Yeah. And he said, like, I'm almost, and I, this people might listen to this and think this is awful, but I actually don't. That, like, he had said to me that he almost felt like he was going through, like, a grieving process for somebody that he thought he knew completely. And now he was about to, like, meet this new person who had a completely different future ahead of them. That was probably going to be harder, probably going to be more difficult and less accepting. Um, But at the end of the day, it's about educating yourself and like growing to love the person that you love, but like this new part of them. So yeah, like, I'll be honest, like my... Coming out story was pretty smooth sailing. I didn't cry. I didn't. I d- actually I did cry that first night when I came out to pubs. Um, I was a hot mess. Alcohol I helps. I must I, admit. It <laughs> does, but I was very drunk as well. So um, I woke up the next day and was like, oh, that was a fun night, wasn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah. So I mean, I've been very lucky with being accepted, and I actually think this is the um in my entire life. Like this has been the point that I've been most accepted um by everyone on a whole. I've been through so much, like mental torment throughout my whole life with myself and the people around me because they think I'm gay. They think they assume that just because I like musical theater, I'm gay. That might be the case, but it's not your assumption to make at the end of the day. And I think sadly it puts such a negative light on coming out and being who I wanted to be until I went to Disney and saw all these amazing people that just loved who they wanted to love and um like I said I think I knew that this was in me the whole time I think we had a conversation recently that you are born this way at the end of the day it's not something that just changes overnight a flick doesn't switch um but I think it just takes time as well like my tagline was
1: always like I'm so far in the closet I'm in bloody Narnia right now yeah. and like it just takes time to like get closer and closer and closer to that closet or wardrobe and then like be like oh I'm coming out now but then you have all the coats to get through and it's like I don't know there are just sort of like it takes does take a bit of time to sort of like really feel ready I think it's a confidence thing as well like there is that element of like I feel confident in myself and my sexuality to now tell
0: other people. That's like, I, I think when I think back to like uni, for example, when I was 18, I was the confident one in my friend group and I was not confident like at all. I was a little close. And then like when I, when I was at the end of uni, I was like, Oh my God, when I think back to who I was then, but then after I come back from Disney, I was like, Oh my God, if I think back to who I was at Disney. And now I think like, even to this to now, to the start of the pandemic, I'm like, Oh my God, I have like become myself. Finally, Like I can finally feel my identity shining through, you know?
1: i think coming out is liberating in itself coming out to yourself especially and then coming out to other people and i think like you are really telling the world like this is who i am this is my true authentic self i can now sort of like go forth into the world and sort of just like be me basically and i think for me like i definitely pinpoint like like 2017 early 2017 as like the start of my new life i suppose because like that was such a key moment of being like well i wasn't you know, I was gay before this, but I wasn't kind of talking about it. I wasn't telling people and now I am. And it's such a key point to be like, oh, from kind of like April 2017, that's when things really sort of changed.
0: Yeah. So, t- so t- I mean, I know we've spoken about this before, but like, tell me what your process, like what your thought process was and stuff. Because I think like, I think these, sto- even just te- saying that out loud just now, knowing that people are going to be listening to this. Yeah. Is again that liberating feeling, like it's my story, this is my journey, like this is nobody else's journey to judge, you know?
1: I think that's the thing because when I speak to other gay guys about their coming out experiences, like obviously it's a very similar experience, but everyone's is so different and it obviously like kind of everyone does have their own story. and yeah. um, did I tell you though, I, I was dressed as um John Darling from Peter Pan <laughs> when I came out to my friends the first what? time. What? Yeah, so oh, I haven't told you the story. Okay. No. Um I was at my cousin's 21st birthday party and she had like a Disney themed fancy dress, which was really fitting because I was about to go to Florida to work there. Um, so me and my sisters were dressed as like the darling children from Peter Pan. And two of my like oldest school friends came to like my cousin's party. They were kind of, they knew each other. So I planned like that day that I was like, I'm going to tell them. I need to tell them. So before this as well, some context, I had kind of like, really sat with myself in the first few months of that year and was like I am definitely gay like I need to start sort of like working on this because I don't want to go to Disney and like not be myself. I really felt like Disney was like that second chance to kind of like be in a situation where I could be me and sort of like explore and like learn who I am. So I did, um, I met a guy off an app, off Grindr and we did some things and I kind of left that situation I was like okay yep yeah, definitely gay like I don't know why I just needed to like affirm in my head that like yep yeah, I like boys yeah. <laughs> even though I knew I liked boys but I would no,
0: need, you need that like you need that experience to sort of yeah um to solidify that don't
1: you 100% and I sort of like at that day I left that and then went to my friend's house for a night out and I didn't tell them And as time went on, I was like, I just feel so guilty, not guilty, but just kind of like, it's sad that I'm not telling my best friends about this guy, because like, that'd be really fun. So I was like, I'm going to tell them at this house party. So we, it was so funny, because as we were leaving, my um, cousin's boyfriend was like, I'll drive you home. And I was really drunk. I was like, no, we're going to walk like we want to walk home because I wanted to tell them on the walk back. So literally, I'm dressed as John Darling. I'm basically wearing like a white (laughs) nightdress with like a top hat. And was like, guys I've got something to tell you um I'm gay and then it was all really emotional really touching and we were having this like really heart-to-heart conversation like in this field somewhere and like you said woke up the next day and I was like wow that was kind of wild like uh what happened and then from then I kind of just started telling people so I did think about telling my parents and my sisters before Disney but I decided against it because I kind of didn't want to be like hi, I'm gay, also bye, see ya, I'm leaving for a year,
0: I think. I, I mean, it's probably a similar thing, like, with with me then, that, like, you, I think my fear wasn't that they wouldn't accept me necessarily, even though it was in there, don't get me wrong, like, they're very, they're very modern parents, but they also, yeah. their fear is, like, integrated in you, that they're not going to accept you, they are going to kick you out, you hear all these horrible horror stories,
1: Absolutely. But also, yeah.
0: like, I do think there's a certain level of respect that you have to have for that generation that like they don't know how to deal with this they didn't really grow up with this like there was it was a completely different era when people were coming out then and the way that they were accepted to how we're accepted now Um, so I'm guessing it was like a similar experience for you with your family and stuff
1: it was just this absolute fear of like oh I could tell them I'm gay and then like I like you, I was very like nine to nine percent sure the reaction was going to be positive, but there was this one percent of me that was like, what if it's not? And then I go off to Florida for a year and I don't speak to them. I don't know. I just, you kind of like spring card. (laughs) You kind of like catastrophize in your head, don't you? Like, oh, what if I go to Florida and then we're like, we're not on good terms. Like that would be like the worst thing ever. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to wait. And I kind of, what was really nice is I kind of only told my um, two friends and also my other best friend who was in South America at the time. I couldn't tell her in person. I had to tell her like over the phone, which was fine, um, but I kind of got to America and I was like, I'm just going to hold off telling people. I'm actually going to enjoy it just being gay and like not having to come out to people because I was able to meet friends like who are now my best friends and be like, Hi, I'm Charlie, and not have to be like, Oh, by the way, I was I was straight, but now I'm gay type of yeah. thing. It kind of like I was able just to freely be myself. And I pinpoint this really iconic moment when I was with Abby Housley, our friend, uh, in Starlet Splash. At silent splash, and just being like, "Who's that boy over there? He's really fit." And just being like, "Oh my god!" I just said it out loud. Like it was just such a
0: kind of key <laughs> moment to be able to like to be to say that so openly. There's so, so. much adrenaline that comes with it, isn't there? Because I oh like god, yeah. you I, as a gay guy. Like I would never say like when I was when I wasn't out um, that like, "Oh, that girl's so hot." Like I'd be like, "Oh, she's so pretty. She's so beautiful and stuff." Like yeah. it just it's not something you say. Whereas like obviously when it comes to guys, you're like god yeah yeah a lot of guys
1: funny. I would catch eyes with like when I was like in the closet and be like oh my god I hope no one saw me looking at me <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing I also did tell my friends that I was straight I right think, like, so like I think naturally like there comes that point where it's like well I was kind of telling them I was straight and like I didn't really like I didn't go down the route of like you know having a girlfriend like dating girls and such which I know some some people do end up doing but there was a point where I was like I have like, I do need to tell them like, this is now who I am. So I remember sort of like waiting a bit and I kind of told all my university friends, like told them whilst I was in America. And then it kind of got to a point where I was like, oh, I just, I had a phone call with my younger sister. And I was like, I really wish I could have just been talking to her about like this boy basically. And I was like, it's such a shame that I can't be like, oh my God, like this is happening, this is happening. And I was like, I just need to do it. so. I told my sisters first I thought it'd be nice to sort of tell them first and what's really funny is I spoke to them both in very funny locations so I spoke to my older sister in the Finding Nemo musical theatre in
0: Animal
1: Kingdom (laughs) phone, being like hi well I text her first I was like hi I'm going to text you something can you like call me after called and then I was in the theatre just being like, like talking about it and we were having these like really nice like really good deep conversations about just struggles that gay people face and we were just talking about that before the show started yeah. I was like so I was finding emails on gotta go bye <laughs> I'm about to go into the big blue world so um, <laughs> literally <gotta leave. laughs> god knows what some families may have like I don't know like okay, <laughs> <overheard of. laughs> must have been like what I is it? We <laughs> and then with my younger sister I um, spoke to her in the rosing crown like you know upstairs where all the sort of like sugar was like the Kind of like dry store area. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. Where the like the soda stuff was. Um oh, those soda home- carts. I know, yeah, Grace. Um, also soda, like am I married? Amer- <laughs> um, but yeah, I spoke to her on the phone there and was just like, hi, I'm gay. Yeah, by the way, like I need to like talk to you about something, like kind of thing. And then we're just going into detail about like some boy drama at the time. Yeah. Um, and then from then I was like, right, I'm definitely gonna like tell my parents now. Like, kind of like, I don't know, like they are. For me anyway they were like the the main ones like it was the kind of like the big one and i think what's really key with anything about coming out is like that response is so important and how someone responds Um, you know like i'm sure there's things out there for people to read about like do's and don'ts in terms of your response because like some people can say certain things and you're like i kind of wish you hadn't said that um so i was really nervous how they were going to respond so I'd read a blog, I just found this blog, and was it said, like, oh, give your parents, like, tell them, and then give them some time before you actually talk about it, so they can kind of really process what's going on, and then they're, like, because their first reaction is so important, like, if they kind of, I don't know, like, break down, or cry, or, like, become, like, I don't know, they're going to be confused, they might say the wrong thing. So they, this blog was like send them a letter or like send an email, and I was like, well, I'm in America, like I don't think I can do. I can send a letter. Like, is there a post office around here? Like, I don't know. You <laughs> like, the and, of
0: Harry Potter and send them
1: mail oh like... email. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? Um, and I was like, they don't do emails. So I was like, do you know what? It's the modern. It's the modern world. Let's make a WhatsApp group. So I'm in a WhatsApp group with just my parents, and sort of like sent the text, and then my dad replied and was like thanks so much for the message, Me I'm really proud of you, like we'll chat to you soon, because I sort of said I will speak to them in like um, a few days. Literally chucked the phone on Abby's bed and was like, right, let's get to Magic Kingdom then, that's done. Ah! And was like, there's really, like I think Abby can vouch, like my mood was just really good, I was just really like happy it had gone down that work, like gone down so well. And then I just spoke to them on the phone and we had like a more like in-depth conversation cool. about everything. And like you said, like they were super accepting, like I don't know why I was so worried. And but I get it like like you said, like you do hear some really like horror stories about like how parents react, you know, people getting thrown out of their homes. so like
0: like when you start manifesting that thought process as well, it only gets worse. So like I think telling people like holding on to that fear only only flares up your anxieties like more and more, it's never gonna go away. The second you start thinking like I'm gonna get kicked out, they're not gonna accept me they're not going to want to talk to me again, like, those thoughts only get worse as time goes on, in my opinion, like, I, it, it didn't get, in no way did it get better, it wasn't like, oh, maybe it'll be fine, it, like, I wish that was the case, but then maybe I wouldn't have told them, like, I think there was a point that you, there is a point where you just think, you know what, it's the time.
1: I think that was the fear, it was, like, are my relationships going to be really different, like, are they, and, like, even to my friendships, I was, like, oh my god, like, No, this is this is a very different this is different now but like if anything like I can say they've like dramatically improved and like just grown and become even even better like I can talk to my sisters and my parents about dates and boys I can talk to my friends about like horror grinder hookups and stuff oh my god stairs! like this just happened with this guy and it's like even now sometimes I catch myself acknowledging it and being like oh this is so liberating like there was a time when I couldn't do this I didn't do this I didn't have that like the amount of conversations my friends at uni would have and I would feel like oh I can't even get involved because like I I can't comment if someone says so fit or you know like you know thing if like certain conversations about sex especially were coming up I couldn't really sort of like in like dive in so I'd sort of sit the back and just be like I can't really talk about this
0: would you rather what's my least favourite thing in the world? Oh, like like yeah. you...
1: and never have I ever.
0: Oh my god. Oh God. Sorry, that was what I was thinking. Not would you rather that was what I was thinking. Oh my god, I hated it. Would you rather <laughs> he was like, What?
1: <laughs> I knew what you meant though, so I was like, I'm gonna like jump in and say, Yeah, but, like, oh my god, the, never yeah. have I
0: ever. the anxiety every single time. Oh, I was worse. just like, Why am why am I here? I probably lied like half the time, honestly, because it was just like I can't I can't, yeah. I've had a threesome, I've had nausea. Like, <laughs> Like confirmation, I haven't done those things. It's <laughs> sure, sure. all liberated, but um, but you know. Um, but yeah, I mean it's just I think like it's so nice to be in a headspace, especially okay. like when you see what has happened in the last year. Like I can't imagine not have telling my parents, not have been being as open with myself, um, and then going through this year basically inside from 80% of it and it terrifies me. And I do have I do know certain people that are struggling with their sexuality and are dealing with the th- feelings yeah. I was dealing with, but now not stuck at home. home. Yeah, they yeah, can't exactly. they living home. living with people yeah. that they're scared won't accept them. And like it's it's so terrifying and there's no easy way about it at the end of the day. Like it is it's never gonna be it's never going to be an easy situation. Um
1: I think that's the thing. I think I think that's why it's quite common I think for people to come out to their like closest friends first because ultimately like you want to like I a piece of advice I would give is just make sure that the person you're telling that like, you trust them wholeheartedly because like yeah. you know they're going to sort of like like their response is going to be positive and they're going to like you know be there for you like protect you like I think so I think that's why like it's also like it's just a training wheel. things it's like yeah. okay i've come out to my friends that went well let's do the next one <laughs> and then you kind of like kind of all just falls into
0: place definitely and i mean it it's it allows you to have these amazing friendships like we've got now like we've always been friends since disney but we've i don't think there's ever been a time that we've been closer and that we've been able to like relate to each other and connect on a level that's not just about like music and like Disney parks and, yeah. and general life, like it adds another layer to friendships where you can relate to someone. So um, I'm so grateful that my journey has been what it is.
1: I remember obviously you coming out to me. That's things I never came out to you. Cause I was just like, hi, I'm Charlie. Like, oh, by the way, I'm having this boy problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my arc in Disney the whole time of beating people. Um, but with you, obviously I remember being at Sabrina's birthday at Simmons in London, and you just like came in, you're like, hi, I'm in your club now. <laughs> like, you, were so, you were quite drunk. And I was just like, Woo! Like yes.
0: <laughs> God, that was so. so well. I think you did say hi, how are you first? Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> yeah. um, but yes, anyways, let's um let's touch on another huge thing that um has helped me through, like, still helps me to stay through my darkest days, and helped me through, like, what was everything we just spoke about, and that is the um, celebrities and the influences that helped us be who we want to be, whether they're gay or not, Those, those public um, like outspoken people that are either part of the LGBT plus community or are advocates and um, a part of the community in their own ways. I'm, I'm just gonna kick it off and say that I know that she, well, she's actually bi, but Miley Cyrus, um, back to the back to the like ridiculous outfits, cutting her hair, being who she wanted to be, that was such a like a vibe for when I was like 17, 18, because I was just like, you know what? She is, she is just she's Hara yeah. Montana and now she's whoever she wants to be. And she's obviously such a big part of the gay community. She like so much for the for the, for the gays. Um, but it's it's people like her that stepped outside of the line and didn't follow the social norms and dealt with the backlash. And when you pinpoint all of those things. And I think this stands for most most people in our community. Like they are the things that we've gone through. Like just because she was dating a guy, didn't mean that she's not going through these things elsewhere, and she's not relating with us. You know.
1: I think I just think it's like it's so important, and like for young gay people, especially, or young LGBT people who are sort of like seeing these celebrities coming out publicly. Like I think it does do good I think that's where, where it's like where it's kind of stands I think some people have sort of like commented I have seen some comment where people say like oh you know like why do they need to come out publicly and I remember there being a time when um a lot of YouTube YouTubers and there were a lot of YouTube videos of people coming out and there was a lot of critique from like certain people saying that this was like a trend yeah. where people were coming out online as a trend and I was like no 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 like that's not what this is it's, like I remember seeing like um YouTubers especially I used to love YouTube back in the day I remember watching coming out videos when I was like in the closet and just being so inspired and being like oh my god well if Connor Franta can come out <laughs> like <laughs> I think he made it yeah he definitely did didn't he and like um seeing like people like that like Tyler Oakley and like um Troy <laughs> yeah all of them lot like on on YouTube like being their true authentic selves like it kind of made me sort of believe like it was possible for me like not right now because I don't think I'm ready but like I remember watching those videos and just being like oh my god like this is really sort of like giving me the sort of like inspo to sort of like really sort of figure out when I'm gonna come out and I think overall any celebrity coming out publicly like is always going to do good it's going to encourage someone to perhaps think well if Miley Cyrus can do it, if Connor Franta can do it, like so can I, and Which- it kind of then you connect with them, don't you? It's kind of like I don't know. I think you can't underestimate the platform either, like that they have to speak about gay rights, LGBTQ plus rights, and everything. And I think and I I would be uh, like kind of not disappointed in someone, but if someone was like LGBTQ and they weren't using the the platform like as they could to promote and like advocate for the community, then I'd be kind of like oh that's a shame because like you have such a huge platform you could do so much of that
0: yeah exactly and like I think it's not even a it's not even just about the personal effects that it has on us and like the the like how it hits home with us that is obviously like you said seeing coming out videos yeah like seeing these outrageous music videos and and I, I know I have friends that Can't remember that the song was, but one of my closest friends when I was younger came out after watching a music video. Like it was, yeah. Pop culture is like such an important part of our community, and the reason we don't just love pop because we're gay—we love pop because it, like, it's a part of our lives. Like it is, it's it. It helps us. It's helped us all the way through, even to this day. Like, yeah, if it's a bop that we can dance to, that is helping us. Like, I want to get up and dance to a bop, you know. But before I waffle on, I wanted to say that, like, even my parents growing up knowing that I liked Miley Cyrus. I love Ariana Grande. Like I wasn't saying, oh Ariana's so hot. Like I wanna I would so date Ariana. I wasn't saying like, oh my God, I want Miley Cyrus to like if I was saying I wanted to marry me, it wasn't for the reasons most people would (laughs) like a straight person would be saying it, you know. (laughs) But like to see I, I just think that the the movements that these artists and people in like pop culture society make are like they also help the older generation learn like it's not just about opening a book and reading it it's also about taking in what's going on in the world and as much as we start are standing by it they're using it as like an education tool i think as well
1: i think like someone that comes to mind is madonna 100 because yeah. she was making like bob after bob album after album like stream true blue y'all but like also <laughs> she was advocating for gay rights and she was really sort of like coming out and speaking about the AIDS crisis like she was there for the community and like I wasn't like you know around doing that but like I can only just imagine what that must have meant to gay people at the time to see someone like her advocating for them like showing support like I don't know I think like I think it is important for um celebrities like pop artists to know that they have a very strong following 100%. and most of their sorry most of their following could, are lgbt yeah kind of like it can't go sort of like unnoticed i think
0: definitely like i th- to also as much as music is a big part of it even film and tv these days like i remember watching love simon um which is i don't know have you seen love simon i have
1: yeah cried a lot yeah
0: it's a fabulous film and i just remember thinking like i wish because this was this came out when we were at disney right i think
1: yeah, yeah, it did. I watched it in um, AMC. Ring, bit, same. Um, and
0: I remember watching it and just thinking, I I need this. I need this to be my story. Like I need to, I need to open up about myself, even though I wasn't fully there yet. I didn't like, I wasn't ready. I remember seeing a tweet about Love, Simon, though, this guy that we both follow on Twitter. Um, you probably know who I'm talking about now. I said that. <laughs> um, I remember him writing uh, a tweet saying, um, watching Love Simon, and my Apple Watch is just giving me a heart, um, heart, heart rate alert <laughs> because it's gone higher than ever before. And it's like, can you imagine? Like I, I even watched the EastEnders when I was younger with my parents, and like oh yeah. they like kiss on TV, and I'd be like,
1: <laughs> literally, I used to watch America's Next Top Model, right? I used to pretend to my mum that I liked it for the photography. <laughs> I'm here for the campness. I'm here for those runway like those shoot challenges like oh my god watching Glee and watching Kurt's story oh my god I used to sit there and be like oh my god like like, it would he would be like talking about coming out and like I could just you could feel that sort of in the room of like oh my god like I'm literally going through the same thing like and it was important to see that stuff like seeing queer people in film TV like is really important and like we can obviously touch on this in another episode because i think there's so much more to say but yeah. like representation is key like it just i like like you said seeing those people like seeing gay people in tv adverts film like you know it was like oh wow like you know i'm not the only one like kind yeah. of thing
0: definitely 100 oh i love life it's great like when we reflect on these things like i will reiterate it's not just pop for the sake of liking pop which is fine as well but it's a part of our lives you know and when I say pop again I'm not just talking about pop singers I'm talking about the entire culture around it like it's it's just it's amazing and it allows us to to love the things that we love with no hidden agenda just just enjoyment you know and I think that it's so great that we've got some a whole a whole subculture inside of pop music tv film yeah allows us just to love it through and through like things like taylor swift's like uh music video for you need to come
1: down like "Come to <sighs> mind because it was like i i i can't even imagine seeing like if i was 15 16 seeing that music video and seeing all those like drag queens like um really like you know like lgbt people in that video i just was like as a, like a gay out proud man, I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" But like, yeah. I must have done wonders for people who are perhaps thinking they were struggling with their sexuality and like feeling like they're a bit different. Like, I
0: mean, I like was, I, I wasn't, I wasn't out to my parents at that point. But I remember screaming that someone at the top of my lungs in my car whenever I came, I'd be like, oh, "Oh, oh, oh!" I was like, "Yes!"
1: <laughs> like, I also loved watching like every drag queen and being like, "Right, who
0: are you? Like, which celebrity?" like a <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Praising and Hall as well you know oh my god yeah but um but yeah like charlie said i think we'll we'll got we've got so much more to talk about when it comes to pop culture and that's something i really want to like focus on in this podcast as well because there's so many podcasts that just don't bother talking about it but as gay people it's literally our life like i wake up every friday to like see what music's coming out and i'm like yes 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 like all the new music well i've i've made so many friends through like like stan
1: culture fan culture like I think that's what's also really nice is that these celebrities, pop artists, influencers can build a community and bring people together and then you can like make friends. It's great. Okay, right. So in this last section, I think it'd be really good to talk about um, some tips and advice about coming out, especially if there's anyone listening who perhaps is um, thinking about coming out and would like some advice from two gay guys who have come out so okay. lovely what would you what's your first sort of thought about giving anyone any advice if they're thinking about coming out
0: it's so weird because in my head i'm like there's got to be a guidebook for this like there's got to be there actually is <laughs> is <that her>?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. I, uh, I was looking last night because i wanted to sort of like promote some organizations and yeah. um there's um two that come to mind lgbt youth and lgbt foundation they have like I think both have like a coming out guide which i had a little read through last night which um was really good like it was really good
0: well i mean i i wish that i had like journaled while this was happening because i think to look back on my experience and exactly not even like oh my god i'm thinking of coming out today oh my god i'm not thinking just where i was at that point in my head and like how i was feeling at that point in my life because at the, to be honest it's all a blur like that whole segment of time which I'm quite grateful for that is all a blur because it wasn't like the best mental health time um but I think like my main advice is two things one tell your friends like If you haven't told your friends, tell your friends. And like you said, it has to be someone that is trustworthy. Like, don't just tell anyone. Um, Actually, I have three bits of advice. The second piece of advice is get on the dating apps. Like, 100% get on the dating apps. Like, I think that is a massive at least it was a massive step for me of yeah. just being like who cares like if you see me on a dating app and you ask me are you gay that is an opportunity for me to say yes like you already know at that point like I, it's not like i have to ask you um but my my final piece of advice is um that you don't also have to tell everyone like you haven't got to have a checklist of um people that like you Have to tell you, don't have to feel guilty for not telling certain people because a lot of the time you don't even intentionally mean to not tell certain people, it's just something that happens. I know there were friends that I didn't actively say I'm gay to. Yeah. Um, but it there was that guilt thing. It's like the thing of like having to put Instagram the pressure putting Instagram stories up for everyone's birthdays, or like set putting a Facebook post of everyone's birthdays, like. I've stopped doing that because I know I'll end up offending someone. You, it's not just because I have a story to tell and I have, I I have a journey that you didn't know about. Doesn't mean I have to come shouting it to the root from the rooftops to you. Like it's whenever I get to tell you that's a privilege for you to know that at that point from me, you know, I yeah, think I like, like and I'll be honest, like I wrote, I did an Instagram post three weeks ago or something like doing this whole thing, not a coming out post because I've been, I've been out quotation marks for like years now, but like, yeah. it's, it just was an opportunity. I've not actively said it on Instagram. I mean, if you look at my Instagram, just check the hashtags out because I've been talking about it for ages. <laughs> but um, <laughs> like when it comes to, um, when it when it comes to like doing that Instagram post, it's not about guys, I'm coming out. Like for me, it was like, this is, this is my journey. If you didn't know about it, now's your time to find out.
1: I like that because I think like like you said I'd give similar advice in terms of like talking to your friends first about it I think something I would like to say is that like make sure when you're coming out to someone that like you are assured that you're in like a safe environment because I don't know like there are some like there are some really horrible people out there and they can react really strongly so just make sure that like know anyone is listening and is um, wanting to come out just make sure you're in a safe space and you feel like assured that the person you're talking to is going to respond like overall positively Um, but yeah I think like it's interesting isn't it because I think the, the key tagline is that everyone does it in their own way like there is no set rule in terms of what you want to do and something may work for someone else it may not work for them I remember like when I was thinking about coming out I remember like watching YouTube videos about advice and they really helped because they kind of did sort of disclaim like certain ways and different ways that you can do it and I really did hold on to that like um mantra of sort of like when you do tell your parents especially um give them time to sort of like process it so I know like I think you told your parents in person didn't you yeah but that was something I was really nervous about I really didn't want to do it
0: my sister was the one that helped me with that, though. I have to say that, like, I told her the night before in a very blase way. I think I had some wine, probably had some wine. And then the next night I was just like, I was about to, like, go on holiday. I wasn't going to see them for, like, three weeks. And this is quite funny because you were like, I'm not going to do that to them. And I was like, hey <laughs> um, I was with them for a few days. But I, my whole point was like, I've got a few days with you before I go back to work. I was working weird hours and stuff. And I was like, I I don't want to just, like, be like okay I'm going or go on a holiday where I want to be wearing my short shorts I want to be like repping my gay lifestyle in my photos and in my own person um for myself and I don't want that to be a secret anymore like at that point
1: I think that's the thing it's like I don't know what it was with me I was just so worried that I was gonna like I was gonna be very I knew I was gonna be very sensitive to their reaction and I just know that like when people do find out something that is you know it's like that's a big deal like their first reaction may not be how they really feel and I think I was perhaps just worried that like my parents may have said something that was going to then in turn really upset me so I kind of just wanted to give them the time to process it because you know even though my mom even told me she told me the story that when I was like six she had a conversation with my dad and had an inclination um, which I think like a lot of parents may or may
0: not have but I- I'm just gonna say I think that's okay I mean oh yeah I think like I think... school that I say gay boy that's not okay that's not an okay assumption but my parent, like I mean my parents your pa- parents know you inside out they know they know you better than you know yourself
1: I've read this book and I will talk about this a lot in this podcast series I'm sure The Velvet Rage is incredible I'd recommend um, anyone to read it really um but yeah um, this therapist speaks about how like most parents do sort of start to realize that they're this is in the context of um gay males but he was saying how they do realize that their sons are different to other boys and they start to notice that something is is different um but with that in mind it was still a huge shock to my parents because I had kind of disclaimed that I like wasn't so it's kind of like for them it was still like oh wow like okay like he is this is a big deal so I'm really glad that I did it that way but um I don't think there's anything wrong in telling your parents in person um yeah I think as well it's just kind of just yeah doing what works for you and like you said like it was quite it wasn't traumatic each time but it was emotional like it drained me like every person I told it was like oh my god that was like really draining because I kind of had this thing in my head that I had to give them the full story from like beginning to end and tell them the full story but actually like on reflection like that may have not been needed at every time like I could have just told my friends and been like hi I'm gay like I know I said I wasn't but like mm, I am kind of thing and just left it there but I kind of felt like I owed them this kind of context and I am glad I did sort of like um do that because I think it was nice to be really open with my friends yeah uh, especially like my best best friends like, my oldest friends who I've known since like year eight like I really wanted to sort of like tell them like my whole journey from like knowing them to now because obviously like there were some key points like I remember a lot to talk about this but I ended up making out with one of my friends on holiday was.
0: really <laughs>
1: yeah that was that was a fun time sorry Joanne for mentioning this <laughs> um, <laughs> um but yeah I, it was just really funny to then talk about that in the context of being like girl like I was so gay like I don't know why I did that really? and I was just having like a, a moment and a laugh about it um so yeah I think just do what works for you like you don't owe anyone the full story if you don't want to tell them the full story. Yeah. But if you do, then that's great also, like, be as open as you want to be. Do
0: you know what, just to play off of that as well, it's something I should have said earlier, um, and it fits into the theme of this episode, is that when you were saying that you told your friends you were straight and, like, you'd made a point of that, and so you needed to... You uh, almost felt like you owed them that, that you told yeah. them you were gay as well, like, you told them one thing. For me, I remember. I remember for years like especially at uni when you're meeting all these new people like you've been in this bubble at home for all this time and you go to uni like first year I was just a recluse didn't really go out anywhere I stayed in my room watching Modern Family all the time and uh don't get me wrong had a great time um and then I found wine um <laughs> but um I people would say to me are you gay and I would say oh no, I'm not gay, but don't worry. You can ask because, this was literally my spill. you can ask because people have thought I was gay my whole life, but I'm straight. That was my spiel. And I said that to a, one of my friends once, who I'm no longer friends with because, long story. But, um, about this. yeah, and like, and she said to me, why are you saying that? I was like, what? I was like, I'm straight, I can say that. She was like, no, why are you, why do you not just say I'm straight? Why are you saying, oh, like, people assume I'm gay all the time. Why are you excusing the other side of things? She was like, you just, surely you should just say, no, I'm straight. If you're straight, like it feels like you're having to defend yourself. And it's so true. I think my last piece of advice for me is like, don't like, if you, if you're not ready to come out, say you're straight. You haven't got to say that you, you haven't got to tell anyone at that that point. It's none of their business. And I knew that. I knew it was no one's business how I, about my sexuality at that point. And it almost was angering me that people felt like they had an entitlement to know where my sexuality was um, and I think again it was another obstacle for me being able to listen to what my insides were saying because I felt like I had to say a certain thing but do not feel like you have to be defensive about the fact that you're gay or yeah. straight at the end of the day you are who you are that only needs to be one statement and the people that you love the most and the people that you want to share your journey with that's a whole other story but strangers that ask you are you gay it's a yes or no question
1: I think as well, like, it um, it does in turn, like, almost then, like, I suppose, like, trap you in this lie or this secret. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, I've told them I'm straight. Like, they don't, they now are not going to ask me again. Like, there'll be no more discussion about this. It kind of just like, and I kind of wish I did have the confidence to actually respond to those questions and be like, I'm not sure. I'm trying to work it out. But when you are trying to figure yourself out and you haven't had much experience sexually, I don't know, it kind of... It is you
0: don't want to be, be categorised as this, like, yeah. middle term that could be, like... Oh, oh are you have you come out yet yeah. like it's none of your business
1: and I, I had a huge thing about wanting to know 100% like I I really wanted to kiss the boy and be like okay cool, yeah, <laughs> uh, I, don't like, I don't know why like like because I knew like house down boots I was like homosexual but um, <laughs> it was just like something that like was really like important to me and I think and also then the the sort of like the secret and the lie becomes comfortable because you're like well like we don't ever talk about these things like I can just live with a secret now for the rest of my life and that'll be fine and it's like that can then be really overwhelming because you're like oh my god like how am I supposed to backtrack from the things that I've said previously like you know I remember sort of, my own uni friend told me this and I was like I don't even remember saying this but she said that at our like end of year summer ball I apparently said um uh, I was really hopeful that I'd find my wife at university, and I was like, oh "My God, did I say that?" And she's like, "Yeah, you said that." And I was like, "Well, one, I've definitely blocked that out of my brain, and two, that was a goddamn lie." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have like, a few of those. Charlie, bloody well doing, like.
0: Oh God. Like, also,
1: those, like who are you kidding?
0: <laughs> literally, and those lies kill me now. I'm like, yeah. I look back, I'm like, how embarrassing, like. I remember t- telling you in the brunching with Bradley podcast that we did together that like Ooh, I was one. making Tinder account to like celebrity hunt, like apps. Oh I'm my God. Up. Yeah. I love that, yeah. <laughs> I was like in LA, just like jumping on the apps and it bit me in the back because, because like my, my friend, the guy, this guy I was talking to on Tinder for like a day and then deleted the account. Like my friend from LA was like, Oh my God, you was talking to Kurt or whatever his name was. I was like, I was celebrity hunting. <laughs>
1: So, and it's so funny because you're like you're so sure that they like I, I've had I have loads of those we should make that whole episode of just we like, should we should we're doing it my Stay main close. one was like um the next day after night out at uni like I would where I'd get drunk and obviously become like really comfortable I would then sort of like dance in a certain way and like pose in a certain way and I'd wake up and there'd be so many like pout peace sign photos of me and I'd be like oh my god my parents are gonna know like they're gonna see this and I'd be like untag 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 like Despite the fact I like, I don't know, it was just certain things where I was like, I don't want them to see this because Literally. it's going to make them think. Literally. um. But yeah, I just think like for anyone out there listening, just do what's right for you and just like speak to other gay people as well. Like reach out to other people who like you relate to and connect to and sort of like um ask us, DM us if you
0: want. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know? I like it sounds, it sounds like cheesy to say it and that's not us being like, oh, we're like know it all like we like it's just it's just nice to know that there is a safe there's more than one safe space out there like um and the community is endless now like you only have to go on social media to see how many gay accounts are out there and i'm sure like over half of them will be willing to like give advice wherever they can and
1: absolutely i an ally for sure
0: so yeah i mean i think i think that's everything charlie right
1: yeah that
0: was so good i feel liberated
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I'm coming out again. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I like, am coming out by dana Ross. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been so much fun. And I, I just like, I want to say thank you to you, Charlie, for bringing this idea to um, life and like, and saying that we should do it because it's, I think it's so important. And, and do you know what? Yes, there's other gay podcasts out there and there's other people talking about this stuff, but there's never too many. Like there's always 100%. room for more.
1: like, I think that's the thing, like, you know, podcasts are becoming such a big thing at the moment in this lockdown I think it's really good to be able to create something for that's something I would love to listen to like this is not something I've been able to find so yeah. why not just create it kind of thing exactly. there probably are podcasts out there I just haven't looked hard enough but
0: oh yeah we don't we don't to look that hard like we just we're <laughs> just stay in our own little bubble you know literally <laughs> but yeah I mean
1: amazing thanks everyone for listening and i hope you all enjoyed the
0: first episode yeah thank you so much for listening guys don't forget to follow us on instagram on gayafpod
1: yeah please give us a follow we'll be sort of like posting episode announcements and other little bits
0: um, on our stories and we'll be posting every friday as well and yeah thanks so much guys thanks everyone Bye. bye